smoke the weed every day. Don't smoke the seeds, no way. Smoke the weed, and smoke the weed. Welcome everybody to the podcast. This is Roots and Culture to all our listeners. Thank you for being there. This segment that we present today is called Enjoy the Joint, dedicated to the plant of cannabis. Different names, Hollywood, cannabis, Mota, Mary Jane, marijuana, different perspectives about this plant and that is what we are going to talk today for doing that we are going to present some references we're going to talk about music about films documentaries and some important information uh, behind the plant for doing that we have a playlist that is in spotify different songs different styles from reggae, ska, to cumbia. Books as well, we're going to recommend some books for you to read meanwhile you enjoy a joint. And also some films to have a different perspective, more information about the stereotype of just smoking and using with recreational use, medical use, different perspectives. That is our segment on this podcast for today starting with some information when we are surfing on the web uh, we found this important link from the web page of history channel it was an article that it was written by Bryn Holland in 2017 it's called the hazy history of 420 because there are different uh, definitions of what is the origin of this term 420 that is used a lot when we refer to the plant of cannabis. For many, the term 420, it has different like origins. For some, it's the number of active chemicals in the plant. Others say that it's based on the tea time in Holland also others reference this concept of Adolf Hitler because his birthday was April 20 but for the others talking on music uh, they refer to Bob Dylan's legendary everybody must get a stone uh, that is refrained from his hit rainy day women number 12 and 35 this is some information that we are presenting is based on one article that is presented by Bryn Holland on the web page of History Channel and the name of the article is the Hazy History of 420 if you want to look for it a little bit deep but in reality it can be traced back to a group of five California teenagers who used to hang out by a wall outside the San Rafael school, a meeting spot that inspired their nickname, the Waldos. That is the more adequate definition from this term for 20. In the fall of 1971, the Waldos, they learned from a Coast member who had planted a cannabis plant but could no longer tend to the crop. Provided with a treasure map, 
the group will meet at the Louis Pasteur statue outside their high school at least once a week to conduct a research. Now, what was the meeting time? They used to meet at 4.20 p.m. after practice. They were athletes. So the Waldos would pile into a car. They were smoking some pot and scored the nearby Point Reyes Forest for the use of free herb. One of the original members of the Waldos, the name is Steve Copper, he said, we will remind each other in the hallways we were supposed to meet at 420. At the, at the beginning, it started at 420 Louis, and we eventually dropped the Louis. That is some information related to this definition of 420. But how this term uh, became so famous through the past of time? Well, the members of the Waldos, they had open access to many connections to one specific band that is called the Grateful Dead. So assisting to the concerts, they start using this as a keyword. Uh, when somebody passes a joint or something, they start to say, hey, 420. So for the others not to know what, what, what they were talking about. The first time Steve Bloom ever heard the, the phrase 420 was during Christmas week at a Grateful Dead concert in Oakland, California in 1990 while he was a reporter for High Time. Bloom was wandering through the congregation of hippies that would gather before death concerts and a death had handed him a flyer that said, we are going to meet at 420 on 420 for 420. That was the key sentence, the key word for everybody, for them to know what were they were going to do. So they didn't say specific, but it was like the password. Smoke the Weed, this is the song that is including an album that is called Reincarnated. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but that is our first musical reference. This song is going to be in our playlist. That is the first song from our playlist that you will find in Spotify. The playlist is called Enjoy the Joint. Smoke the Weed by Snoop Dogg. That is like an anthem when we talk about 420, the plant of cannabis. An extra reference uh, talking about this concept of 420 is that in 2003, when the California legislature codified the medical marijuana law, the borders had passed the bill was named SB 420. No one fessed up to being responsible for the 
number but was likely a staffer in California State Assembly members Mark Lennon's office. For twenty has also been referenced in classic movies like Pulp Fiction, and there goes our second reference, but first one talking about films, Pulp Fiction by Quentin Tarantino, where some of the clocks are set to the time for twenty, and on national TV when a contestant on the prize is right, only beat numbers involving for twenty. Even the 90, 1990s Nickelodeon cartoons Rocco's Modern Life feature a clock reading 420. Because I got high, that is the song that we have right now. This is a second song, including our playlist. The artist is Afroman. This is like another anthem when we are referring to like those stone tracks. Afroman, that is including the album The Good Times. And you will find this song because I got high. Afroman. Lyrics have been criticized a little bit, but even though this is a nice sound, a nice track. Now we're going to talk a little bit about books, 12 cannabis books that change the game. If you like uh, reading, if you are the kind of user, cannabis user that at the same time likes the books, well, we have a web page. We just found a web page where you will have 12 different books that you can refer to you can go and explore a little bit uh, the web page is www.leafly.com David being in stock in 2018 wrote an article referring to 12 cannabis books that change the game the first one first book is the artificial paradises 1860 this is a classic and this is by Charles Baudelaire, Artificial Paradises. In 1840, Dr. Jacques Joseph Moreau put out a few invitations to Paris leading writers and artists with the rather sensible assumption that the offer of altered consciousness would appeal to the creative class. And you wouldn't know it when the club, the Hashisins, the Hashis clubs, met for the first time there was this club called the hashes club that's a good name hashes club in this club there were alexander dumas victor hugo Henri de balzac and of course charles Baudelaire 
and many other members of the French intelligentsia were in attendance. While, while Baudelaire never quite became a hashish head, he did decide to write The Artificial Paradises, a book about his own experiences getting high and his observations of others. His here is a favorite passage that you will find. The brain and the organism upon which hashish operates will only give their ordinary and individual phenomena magnified, it is true, both in quantity and quality, but always faithful to the origin. Man cannot escape the fatality of his moral and physical temperament. Hashes will be indeed for the impressions and familiar thoughts of the man, a mirror which magnifies yet no more than a mirror. That was The Artificial Paradises, the first recommend book from this web page www.livelife.com by Charles Baudelaire. And then there is another book on this playlist, The LaGuardia Report. This is from 1944. This one was prepared by the New York Academy of Medicine. In 1944, the New York Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia, at least, released the findings of a blue ribbon panel he had convened and tasked with making a full scientific investigation of cannabis based on all previous research plus their own experiments. Issued as LaGuardia Report, and later releases a book, the landmark paper boasts an endorsement of the prestigious New York Academy of Medicine, which helped supply the panel with eminent doctors. Prolonged use of the drug does not lead to physical, mental, or moral degeneration, nor have we observed any permanent deleterious effects from its continuous use. Quite the contrary, marijuana and its derivatives and allied synthetics have potentially valuable therapeutic applications which merit future investigation. The prestigious report showed down pretty much every one of Harry's central arguments against cannabis, but a rebuttal referred featured on the April 28, 1945 edition of the Journal of the American Medical Association fought back so dirty that many insiders suspect himself of writing it.
esa ultra voz de la conciencia no miente Aunque los otros cinco sentidos lo intenten Digo saca, prende y sorprende Nunca hemos sido de seguir la corriente Deja que el perigo te analice reviente Por acá seguimos alimentando la mente Digo saca, prende y sorprende Saca, prende y sorprende Saca, prende y sorprende Third book on this playlist from recommended books is called Marijuana Reconsidered. This is from 1971 by Dr. Lester Greenspoon. This guy, Dr. Lester, didn't set out to write a book that would change the world's misguided view of marijuana. In fact, he started researching the subject in hopes of convincing his best friend an astronomer, Carl Sagan, to stop getting high all the time. The book was a sensation sparking a national debate that led directly to our current era of rapid legalization. From 1983, Marijuana Horticulture by Jorge Cervantes has sold over 1 million self-published cannabis cultivation books, providing solid information and detailed instructions to hobbyists and professionals around the world. He's also a guy who clearly loves both cannabis and those who grow it. As a report in previous leafly article, the earliest itineration of uh, this guy, Marihuana's horticulture, had the roots in his own carefully collected field notes based on his many years as an underground grower in Mexico and Southern California. After forecapping those details, notes, and sharing them many, many times with fellow cultivators, he finally printed up a small batch of self-published books to save himself the trouble of making copies, only to find he had a perennial bestseller on his hands. Next book is The Emperor Wears No Clothes by the person Jack Herrer that was in 1985. The Emperor Wears No Clothes. Jack Herrer. This guy was born in New York City in 1939. Jack dropped out of high school to join the army and serve in Korea. He didn't try smoking cannabis for the first time until he had turned 30 and not long after ditched his job as a sign maker and opened up a head shop in Venice Beach in Los Angeles. 
leading to campaign twice until cannabis was legal and everyone was let out of prison or he turned 84. In 1981, Jack was arrested for trespassing on federal property while collecting signatures for a cannabis ballot initiative. Given two weeks in prison, he used the time to start work on The Emperor Wears No Clothes, which was published in 1985 and lit a fire under the cannabis legalization movement and the hemp movement, both of which have been floundering in Regan's America. Mr. Nice from 1996 by Howard Marks. He was, wasn't a well known entity outside the international cannabis circles until 1996 when he wrote this book, Mr. Nice. A funny, frolicking, and intimate life affirming first person accounting of his life and crimes. Marx first got started selling hashish albeit in small amounts while studying nuclear physics in Oxford University. After a chance meeting with a Pakistani supplier and an easy alliance with a senior member of the Irish Republican Army, he began to grow his operation until according to the book, he had created 25 separate businesses to launder his smuggling profits. While operating under 43 different alliances, he also claims to have made deals with, in concert with the CIA, the Mafia, and M16, the British spying agency, for whom he also claimed to be an asset. In 1998, Shattered Lives, this is a different perspective from here because we were moving on the recreational use of cannabis. These books were referring before to the recreational use, but this one, Shattered Lives 1998, this is a these are portraits from America's drug war, a massive undertaking championed for decades by cannabis couple Mickey Norris and Chris Conrad. Shattered Lives was the first book to put a human face on the terrible destructions, destruction of the war on drugs. Using art, quality, photography, and presentation, the book tells the tales of people and families from every walk of life and from all over the country in order to document in crushing detail how drug prohibition has the potential to shatter entire families. It was published at a time when few in politics or the media would consider the need for empathy and understanding towards those given long prison sentences for growing or selling cannabis. Soldiers in the field, burning the calories. But if you continue to burn up the herbs, we're gonna burn down the cane fields. If you continue to burn up the herbs, we're gonna burn down the cane fields. Soldiers in the herb Burning the Caliphate, police in helicopter, I smoke the marijuana, policemen in the street. This book, Shattered Lives, along with Mickey and Chris, tireless effort to advocate for the families written about in the book, 
led to a sea change in our understanding of who actually gets bust for drugs in America and what happens next. In America, in Jamaica, in different countries, as the song that we are hearing right now, Police in Helicopter by John Holt, that is expressing different situations of police abuse or those institutions who are after cannabis users. Policemen in the field, burning the Cali But if you continue to burn up the herbs, we're gonna burn down the cane fields. If you continue to burn up the herbs, we're gonna burn down the It's just a plant 2005 by Ricardo Cortez. A children's story about Mary Jane. Think it is little weird that there is a children's book about cannabis. For us, for some, will be a little bit weird to think about children's book about cannabis. You might feel different if you had a few kids at home and felt the need to explain to them why mommy smokes a special plant to help her get through chemo or why daddy's special brownies are only for roundups. You continue to burn up the herbs, we gonna burn down the cane fields. This first published in a time when uh, any discussion of cannabis and children bored on the hysterical. It's just a plant, ignores all cultural fear in favor of following the journey of a young girl as she learns about the plant from a diverse cast of characters, including her parents. A local farmer, a doctor, and a police officer. This is a recommend book. It's written by Ricardo Cortez, as we said before, the number one best-selling illustrator of Go the Fact to Sleep. The book is a beautifully illustrated and does an admirable job of mixing education and advocacy while seeking to educate children about drugs by satisfying their curiosity but without picking a desire to try them. The last book that we are going to recommend on this segment is called Marijuana, Gateway to Health, 2011, by Clint Werner. By the time Marijuana, Gateway to Health was published in 2011, most reasonable people have already come to accept that cannabis can prove beneficial for those suffering through chemotherapy. But few medical cannabis supporters, even those fully devoted to promoting the plant's therapeutic value, had a clue about how many serious elements cannabis can improve and how much scientific evidence there is 
providing this incredible therapeutic potential. By writing a single volume that both chronicles the history of the medical cannabis movement and compiles the latest scientific studies into the plants, author and research Clint Werner made a powerful case that cannabis is not only effective at threatening symptoms, but also preventing diseases while supporting underlying healing and wellness. Last one, refer, reference, uh, recommended books, Smoke Signals, 2012, this is a social history of marijuana, medical, recreational and scientific, Smoke Signals, it has a beautiful uh, cover art with the leaf, it is by Martin Lee, this is a person that is a research and this social history of marijuana perhaps didn't change the game as much as it is the game. You got to legalize it. That is what the great Peter Tosh is saying on this beautiful song, legalize it. And we take advantage of this song to, to talk a little bit about that process, legalization process that have been made in different countries such as Uruguay. Uruguay was the social experiment for different continents, for different countries to take into account. A few years ago, we had the opportunity to go to Uruguay, to Montevideo, and we could experience a little bit of what is that process made in Montevideo, because uh, we stayed there a few days on the city, and also we had the opportunity to go to the museum. There is a museum uh, that is called Museo del Cannabis Montevideo. This one is sponsored by Amsterdam Museum. 
and is located in the south of the city. It's just uh, 10 blocks from the from the main avenue. And it's a safe zone. You want to go, you want to look for it. Uh, it's open from Tuesday to Sunday from 2 to 7. Also, there is a web page where you can find more information. www.museocannabis.uy That is from Uruguay. And is host by Eduardo Mateo. They have different projects. They have a beautiful garden. Also is used as a bar at night. And they have information in Spanish, in English. You can go, you can take the tour. And they have different objectives. One of those is to show that diversity of uses and products that are from the plant. The museum highlights the importance and the freedom that this aspect can promote as a peace culture and harmony. The main objective is the encounter with the nature in the different urban areas. This place is an open space of promotion of the biological diversity, also culture. This museum receives a lot of people uh, around here, different visitors that are uh, interested in not just the process of legalization in Montevideo, in Uruguay. They are attracted by the point that cannabis is of free use in the place, but also to get more information. That's why they have different guide tours inside the place but also the space promotes the music arts and different cultural expressions that are sometimes related to the cannabis plant sometimes are just related to culture so you can enjoy music you can enjoy a drink and also you can learn a little bit about the cannabis plant if you are in uruguay montevideo this is a really recommend place to go we had the opportunity a few years ago we're gonna show some photos in our social media for you to know what we are talking about but we really recommend this place uh you can write to you can email on the web page if you want to book your visit you will find the social media as well remember it is called museo del cannabis montevideo
we already talked about books, music, recommended places. Now, if you like to listen information, not just the music, but information like this, like this podcast, also there is a playlist, like recommend podcast, that you can listen on the web. Because uh, we know that people love podcasts, despite the wealth of media available, the important streaming services like Netflix, but also people like to get informed. So there is this web page, there is www.uprax.com. They have a playlist like recommend the best with related podcasts to listen to right now. The first one is called Getting Dog with High. That is the name of the podcast. Getting Dog with High. It's hosted by a comedian guy that is called Doug Benson. He has brand himself successfully as a cannabis comedian with his stand-up and the documentary Super High Me. You will recognize him by this documentary Super High Me. And it's a rotation of guests that make getting dog with high so good. Another recommend podcast, Duke Gross Show Cannabis Podcast. Duke Gross Show Cannabis Podcast. If you're looking for cannabis podcast with a ton of content, then Duke Gross Show Podcast is for you because the dude, Scotty Real, and the DGC talk cannabis cultivation, humor, news, and cannabis culture every single morning. This podcast is the answer between the large amount of information offered by the show and the option to ask the show host questions, running becomes a breeze. The episodes fall into different categories, like Quake and Bake. If you take interest specific in running, we recommend part 1 and part 2 of episode 717. Natural healer. So we pick up every farmer, pick up the hustlers and the corner, and everyone will love marijuana. Bound to reach Nirvana. The Adam Dunn Show is another podcast that is recommend. Sometimes cannabis podcasts error in different ways. Funny that, but the Adam Dunn Show is reliable three hours of content per week. One of the best with podcasts available on iTunes. Each episode goes in a cannabis culture, news, science, rumors, and more. It's like taking a college class in pot that meets once a week and includes guest speakers who are business leaders, doctors, lawyers, and professionals from the industry. Weed and Grab is a podcast where host Mike Glazer and Mary Jane Gibson discuss cannabis and food. 
But that's not all. They pretty much discuss every topic that comes to mind, including sex with comfortable chemistry that makes the show as entertaining as an informative. There are a lot of cannabis podcasts that revolve around cannabis culture. Isn't too hard to cobble together an hour of stone music a few times a month. But the podcast, P-O-T-C-A-S-T, the podcast managed to do long-form interviews about breeding and culture that are informative and fun. There is a lot of variety. Lawyers, doctors, growers, and politicians, and hosts, and many plants bring the personality in a big way. And the last two references that we are going to share with, our, with all our listeners is about films or TV shows. The first one is called Cooking on Hide. You will find this one on Netflix. It is a culinary competition series that has specific elements from other shows in the germ uh, that distinguish factories that each recipe is prepared on the show must contain cannabis and enough of the drug to get the judges high each episode pits two chiefs two chefs against each other in a single round with the challenge of creating a dish based on a particular theme 
and using the chosen strain of cannabis. On this show, the contestant who earns the highest score is awarded a golden pot. Despite the cannabis-centric aspect of the show, the contestants are chefs with golden blue. The YouTube personality Josh Leiva host, which come with comic and noted cannabis guy Nagio Balum serving as the resident culinary with expert. It's called Cooking on High and you will find it is available on Spotify and on Netflix. Another one that I really like and we recommend, this one is from Land. it's called Wet Etiquette. Uh, the first episode was in 2016, starring Krishna and Dabu. The director is Spike Jones. Wet Etiquette. Polls shows that support of the legalization of marijuana is on the rise in America and several states have even legalized the plant for recreational use. This leads to a green economy with many people that are taking advantage of it. On Wet Etiquette, Bryce correspondent Krishna explores the impact of marijuana legalization for both recreational and medicinal purposes. In the United States and beyond, each episode revolves around a theme with people whose stories fit the given theme. Episodes take a look at families who use medicinal marijuana to treat their kids who have cancer and veterans who use the drug to help deal with PTSD. There is one uh, chapter that is an interview with Pepe Mujica. There is two of them that are related to the families that use medicinal marijuana to treat their kids. So we really recommend this one that is called Query Ticket. You will find this one on YouTube. And with this information, we conclude our segment for today dedicated to the plant of cannabis. Music, books, films, places, all recommend on this podcast. More information in our social media. This podcast available on our homepage www.elotroparche.com. Also on the app Anchor FM. The music, the soundtracks, the songs playlist available on 
Spotify on the account, el otro parche TV, el otro parche TV en Spotify. To all our listeners, thank you for being one more time with us. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. In our social media, you will find some pictures. And a video related to cannabis graffiti art, cannabis art expressed on the walls. This is Enjoy the Joint, the segment, the podcast Roots and Culture from Bogota, Colombia, your host JC. Thank you for being there and see you around.